Welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the official podcast of EverythingAction.com. Hello and welcome to the Everything Action Cast, the podcast for the week of June 26, 2023. I'm your host, Zach. I'm your co-host, Chris. And uh, yeah, we are back. We are back from too many games. We were uh, attending that convention in uh, Oaks, PA last weekend. Oh, uh, we were attending. We were a panelist yeah, there. Yeah, we were panelists there. Uh, the dual, Chris, you were a dual panelist because you subbed in for a huge pa- panel, like a big, pa- a big, pa- one of the big panels for like some of the yeah. talent that was there. That's right. Your boy is famous for ten minutes. I think is that that one's probably gonna be like on YouTube at some point because I, I think they were I think they were filming that one or streaming that one or something. So yeah, I think it's gonna get released later this week. So yeah, we're definitely gonna spam the cut wrap of that to remind people we're a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I and mean, we should have um, a kind of chip report like uh, rundown of everything that we uh, did and saw on the site soon. So keep an eye on the site for that. And then hopefully everyone enjoyed the uh, Indiana Jones, Young Indiana Jones and the Mystery of the Blues commentary that went up last week. We hope. <laughs> We're still trying to figure out what the Mystery of the Blues is. Because it's, it's, it's just, not clear. He learned. He learned it's just, just sadness. Yeah. What That's is jazz? <laughs> Surprise, it's pain. <laughs> Which he had plenty of World War One, but he seemed unaffected by it. But that was... <laughs> No, nope, we already we already done with that. Let's dive into some uh some news and all, all everything else that's going on this week. But we we have to kick things off with some sad news because uh some really tragic uh uh news uh this week. Uh, Julian Sands, who has been I think it's been a couple weeks or like six months he's been missing. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, he was I think he was hiking or he was in because yeah he was he was hiking in somewhere uh in like San Bernardino in California. And then, he, yeah, he went missing. So they were in a search for him. And then they found, uh, they unfortunately found his body this week. At least they found him. Yeah. You know, it was like lost. Yeah. Just like an unsolved mystery. They'll never just like, like whatever happened to Julian Sands. But yeah. 65. Um, so, you know, still, but gone much too soon, but yeah, lots, I'll, a long legacy of uh, TV and movie roles. Um, I, I would I would say he was like a like like more like a cult actor like a like he was definitely in a lot of like genre stuff and there's a lot of like um like I mean he was in like he was in like big Hollywood stuff too but like a lot of like also just like you know like stuff like horror fans like are only aware about or like um like action movie like 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 so, you know stuff like Warlock which we were talking about for the podcast like 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 the average person, I don't think is like aware of Warlock. Yeah. But if you're if you're a horror fan, then you know Warlock. And he was he was the the main villain of that, and he was fantastic at it. Like just having like clearly having like a blast, just being this like ridiculous, crazy magical villain. And he was I and mean, he was he was in like like was he was using the entire series? Like he was in like, well, at least at least the second one, right? And then. I think someone someone else might have taken over for like the last. How many Warlock movies were there? Like two, or, like three or four. I think like three. Three is what I kind of remember. Yeah. 
I feel like they also get like more like gets confused a little bit with like Wishmaster. <laughs> it's like the same era. Yeah, like they're very similar in premise where you you come to this mystical person who is yeah, charming there's, there's, but also there's, very like deadly. Yeah, like an evil magical being who like wants to like get some sort of like like magical power to take over the world or something. But uh, the, the other big one for me that I always remember Julian Sanson is uh, Arachnophobia, another 90s horror classic. As the uh, the spider expert who uh, does not does not like his encounter with like the actual like these like the actual spiders does not go well. It's funny because he's the exact character from like Jurassic Park. Where it's like yeah. the dinosaur expert who gets instantly killed by like the thing he's supposed to be good at. Yeah, I mean, I, I made a list of this. If you, on, a, on a site like years ago, I made like a top five like worst animal experts, and I put him on the list because yeah, it's just like he comes in, and he's like, I'm the, I'm the expert on spiders, like South American spiders. And then like it's just like, and then John Goodman's the one who has like saved the day because as like local bumbling exterminator. The unexpected hero is him. Yeah. Uh, and then other stuff. Um, I mean, not not a fun movie at all, but like the Killing Fields. That was. I mean, it's a very good movie. It's not a fun watch. It's like that's one of the ones where you like you watch it once, and then you're done. Like you don't need to see it again. But he was uh, great in that. Uh, did you ever see Banshee yet? I haven't seen Banshee yet. No. You think he's he's in like the second or third season? Um, and you think he's gonna be around longer because he's very like regal, and then it's like he's like not mentioned for a while, and then he comes back, and then he's gone again. So it's like he just he will take roles, you know. He was a good actor for being like maybe not the lead lead, but he'll be supportive. He'll add more to the um, story. Yeah, he was he was in a ton of TV shows. He was in a ton of like he did a ton of voice work. Um, he was in like like Star Wars: The Old Republic. He was he was like multiple characters in that. He was in, um, I think ba- like Batman the Animated Series because everyone was in Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> uh, Biker Mice from Mars, like Real Adventures Giant Quest. And then another big one for me uh, is also like uh, Twenty Four. I believe it was season six or no season five. He was uh the what like the main villain until. Almost to the very end, and then like there was like uh, another t- villain that was like behind everything. They got revealed, but uh, I think that's, I think that's probably the last season before they went like before it went downhill for, for at least like one season because season, season six after that was a disaster. But season five was a a very st- a strong season, and he was like a very strong villain in that season. But yeah, just yeah, ton, ton, tons tons of roles over the years, tons of like, memorable performances. So definitely uh, check out some Julian Sand stuff, uh, you know, in, in honor of him, and then R.I.P. So moving on to some other news, uh, we got some trailers to dive into, and we got the uh, second big trailer for Dune Part Two, which is coming out in November this year, the uh, epic continuation of the 2021. Uh, Dune Part One. Obviously, that was one of the HBO Max uh, releases, day and date. 
But yeah, pretty much pretty much everyone from the first movie's back, or everyone who sur- survived the first movie's back, and then tons of new cast members, including Christopher Walken as like the Emperor of the Universe, and Florence Pugh, and Austin Butler, and uh, Leah Saito, and Sh- and then um, yeah, like uh, obviously Tim- Timothy Chalamet is back as Paul Atreides and Zendaya, and Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, and Javier Bardem. Like the cast is absurd. It was it was absurd in the first movie, but then like half the cast got killed in the first movie. But now it's still absurd, even though with like that massive like slaughtering of House of Trades. <laughs> and it just it, like part two just looks fr- like just epic, like just ridiculously epic, like the scale of everything, the the visuals, like it looks incredible. What what did you share, Chris? What did you think of the trailer? Looks good. It definitely is the um, like the same carryover. I almost you could say like, did they film this together back to back, or like they waited a year and they did the next part? I mean, I, I feel like it was pretty close to like the first one. Yeah, because it's one of those things where like it left the minds of some people for a bit, like me. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh yeah, Doom, that was a thing. And then it's um like just enough time has passed where the hype isn't like too crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel I definitely probably gonna need like a uh, a rewatch of the first one if it's been if you ever seen it since like twenty twenty one because like yeah, yeah. you need to get you need to get refreshed in all the like the houses and like the you know Arrakis and everything else and everything going on in the universe in the Dune universe because it's 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 super complicated but like I feel like that was like the one of the huge strengths of like the first part Dune part one was like it it like somehow made like all the like craziness of Dune like 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 a you know, like manageable for like, like almost like I feel like anyone could have gone in and be like, oh, I I understand this. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like so it was it it was just... it wasn't like the like uh David Fincher uh oh no the, the uh David Lynch David Lynch version where they tried to cram the entire book into one movie and then you had to hand out a brochure before you watched it and stuff like. And you need like tons of voiceover work yeah. to hear. Like a like a like a five minute like voiceover from like Virginia Madsen at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> like, this is Arrakis. This is what this is. This is what this is. It's crazy that uh, like, I think it pro- even when Doom was getting like this whole new like reboot, people thought, oh god, is it going to just be like the David Lynch one where it's like very unapproachable. I think I think it, but I think it also helps too, like uh. Like you know, we're po- like post Game of Thrones. I feel like people are are like very like they they can like like wrap their minds around Comprehend like yeah, warring yeah, yeah. warring families and like p- like political strike like these like back to, like political machinations and stuff. So well, you need enough character distinction so it's not just like white people having war on other white people. As basic as that sounds, like that's like a lot of those stories were. And Game mm. of Thrones kind of shook it up, where it's like, at least there's a costume change. Doom, <laughs> you just, like, everyone's wearing future clothes. And it's like, well, the people who are wearing the worst-looking future clothes are the enemies. The, 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 like, the super, super, like, pale people are the the, 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 bad, the villains. The it's bald, like pale easy, people. Yeah, it's easy to comprehend when it's just that simple. Yeah. I do, I do hope uh, 
Dave Bautista has more to do this this time because like he did like he was kind of like he was there in the first movie, but he, he didn't really get to like you know like rampage against anyone like like full, like go like full like, like fully unleashed. So hopefully he'll uh, like look. It looks actually it looks like he and uh, Josh Brolin are gonna have some sort of like epic battle at some point in Dune Part Two. And then, and then Austin Butler is like the new like he's like the the young ruthless <laughs> Harkonnen warrior coming into like hunt down and kill Paul Atreides. But yeah, Dune Part 2, is, it's uh, November 3rd in theaters, so definitely going to check that out when that comes out. And then we also this week got the first full trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's, the movie, which we got like a teaser a couple, like maybe a month or two ago. But now the, the first full trailer is here. Uh, it's coming out just in time for Halloween, October 27th on Peacock and in theaters. So you can watch it either way uh, in, for, in October. But uh, yeah, obviously based on the games and I think specifically based on the first game and uh, Josh Hutcherson is playing like the new security guard for Freddy Fazbear's pizza and you know, everything from the games that you you come to expect happens like the animatronics are like walking around trying to kill people. Although I, I don't know, I don't really know that much about the lore, but like was is part, is part of the lore that like the like spirits of like murdered children are like in the animatronics or something. Yeah, that, that's okay. like very lowery now. Okay, because that, um, that was because that was a big that was in that, that was like kind of like not in the first trailer, but that was like like a lot of like this new trailer was like oh here's these mur- here's the murder kids that like inhabit the animatronics. Yeah, and like for in revenge. the first in the first game, it's hinted that that's the kill. It's like the spirits, but as the as the lore got expanded through all the other games, and it's like trying to explain like which kids inside, and then which spirit is like like certain victims and which one is like vengeful as hell. And then as they kind of got like crazier and crazier with it, like you can spend a good like hour watching like recaps of this. I think I did. I think I watched like a game theory of it and they keep like getting revised as like more stuff was getting put into it. Um, At one point they're like, Oh, one of the killers of these kids and stuff, like he's also a spirit. And you're like, what? And then it's like, Nope, he's alive. Actually he got rebuilt. And then, He's part animatronic, and then they did a thing where you leave it interpretation if it's, like, the true killer of everything. Like, I think it starts at all as, like, another character, and then, like, the, you know, like, and, and it really did not focus on the main person, the, the character you played as. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of strange, um, just, like, details that are just confusing only because when the guy made this series he didn't think it'd be like this big he's like oh shit like time to explain <laughs> all these things and then you're like i guess that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah i i think it's better to not know the lore just because the movie will take it in a different direction and i think that's enjoyable because if you try to look up the lore i think you spoil certain things and then you have like a different expectation well I, th- I mean, well, I think visually it looks like it's gonna be like super faithful to the games. Like all the all the characters look like right out of the game, and then it's, like you got Josh Hutcherson like watching monitors, and the monitor like angles are like, exact same mo- angles from the game and stuff. So it looks like it's gonna be if you're a fan of the game. It looks like it's gonna be like a lot of like uh, fan service and like faithfulness to like the, the source material. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I, I have like low expectations because I was like I like the games, like the idea. I don't play a lot of them. I will watch let's plays of them. Mm-hmm. 
Like, they're fun with friends. They're not something that, like, I don't know, I just don't need to challenge myself. But I know some people, like, almost started, like, a religion based on, like, how popular <laughs> this is. Have you, have you felt that craze? I mean, I've seen, like, it's, we're, we're on, like, the, I mean, what, how many games has there been? Like, there's, like, what's the, the new one's, like, like, what, Security Breach? That's, like, the, what, fourth or fifth game in the series or something? Of the main branch. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. It's something and all, that. And all the merch and, yeah. Oh, my God, so much merch. It's even funnier to think that the guy who made this, like, he didn't use a complicated game engine. It just, it's like the newer ones, but it's like what he, the code source behind it is very basic. And he just, he just, you know, built an empire. I just think that's crazy. Mm-hmm. People will spend decades building a perfect game and then get it ready for market. And this guy just stumbled into a, a game mechanic that already exists. And he just, you know, this is where the series is taken. And it's just like, wow, that's impressive. You know, like, we don't have a Metal Gear Solid movie. <laughs> we don't have, like... Yeah. Split, they were talking about Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. All... We, we don't have, um... I don't know, what's another... Like, a final, a proper Final Fantasy VII movie or something like that. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. And then Five Nights at Freddy was just like gangbusters, and now it's like, oh, we're making movies, we're doing like other insane things. We have like, do you think there's gonna be a Five Nights at Freddy t- food tie-in? Like that? If they don't, they're just leaving money on the table. I want the Burger King, yeah. Freddy yeah, Burger, Burger King, yeah. or just something, you know? Like, or, oh my or god! Or p- like, what? Like, p- like Pizza Hut or someone, someone like one of the pizza chains has to have like a. Because it's Freddy Fazbear's pizza. Like, you have, like, a... Papa John's? Yeah, uh, someone's got to do a pizza. Yeah, Papa John's. Where's, where's Shaq? Someone tell Shaq. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, I mean, how how is that not a thing? I should We should probably tweet that later and be like, how is, like, this not a food product that people aren't just ordering and just fucking losing their mind? Mm-hmm. Like, same pizza, just different box. Or, like, a different pizza. Like... I think is Domino's is doing like the different pizza for each Ninja Turtle for like Newton Mayhem. Like you got to do like a a pizza for each like of the characters from like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like maybe I don't know. I didn't really look into what they're doing. Yeah, but yeah, you can watch it uh, for Halloween. You yeah, you can either head out to the theaters or if you have Peacock, you can watch it on Peacock. It's kind of the same. Peacock's still still hanging on to that day and date. Uh, uh, plan, which everyone else is abandoned, but I don't know. I guess it's, I guess it's working for or, or, or somewhat somewhat working for them. Issue Max is like like Max Warner Bros. like never again. Like yeah, I don't know what what HBO Max is doing because I just know they got rid of a lot of cool shit, and now it's just like. They keep pushing Guy Fieri's, like, thing. <laughs> but uh, last trailer for this week is we got the first trailer for a new Liam Neeson movie, which, you know, when, when, did, he say, when did he say he was going to retire from action movies? Like, like two or three years like, ago, and he's, he's yeah, still, he's like still just pumping them out, like, two, two or three a year. Uh, but in August, August 25th, we're getting Retribution, which is... Uh, sort of speed-esque um or like 
one of those other like kind of like, like you're trapped in your car kind of movies because Liam Neeson is playing a bank executive who is targeted by a mysterious caller who, who basically says like I rid your car with like pressure sensitive bombs and I'm gonna force you to drive around and uh, do these like specific tasks for me and I'm also I'm also doing it because I, I want to get revenge on you for something that you did to me. And so yeah, so Liam Neeson and it's also his kids are in the back seat, so it's like he has like extra. You know, it's extra tense because he has to like protect his kids, and then, um, yeah, he's, and he's just driving around, and, and, and like the police think that he's the bomber, so then the police are after him. But I'm, I've got a feeling that Liam Neeson did something in his past that this is why it's happening. Well, he's like a bank executive. I feel like it's gonna have some sort of like, oh, he like, for like he just like like foreclosed his house something. or like or like or like his bank like did something shady and then like like a, lot, a bunch of people like lost their jobs or lost their homes or something and it's just like it, commentary on like okay. commentary like mean, like does Liam Neeson have a rule in his movies where even if he's like a villainous person he still has to look good at the like win on top or something yeah even in movies where he's like a criminal in the beginning it's like no I need like to yep. still win I mean, he was he was literally in a movie called Honest Thief. So that's why I'm like, I thought it was retribution towards him for something he did that was like, oh, like, this is like an old partner he screwed over and this is the retribution and it's like that. Or is it like, I don't know, like, he just is a bank manager and it's like, yeah, like, I'm getting revenge on, like, the bank. It's just like, what? And it turns out the guy you, you chose was just like, and that's another thing. So the part two of it is like, is... Liam Neeson, an ordinary schmo, or is he secretly some badass that like just sort of like <laughs> he's a he's a bank executive, but he used to be like in the army or a cop. Yeah, or yeah. That was like that was like in the commuter. He was like the commuter. He's like a I work in like real estate, but I used to be a cop. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. always like a catch with it where you just can't be some dude who just drives. Like that's why I'm like mm. I didn't notice that in the trailer. Because in the trailer, it just gives you none of that. It just gives you almost like the first act in this thing. Yeah. It it, se- it seems like he's also like very dead, but I wonder if Matthew Modine is going to have like, if he's like secretly the villain or something, or it's like, I faked my death because I want to get revenge on you, my friend. Like, I mean, you don't have Matthew Modine in your thing in the seems, trailer. And kinda, that seems, yeah. yeah, that seems like a really big, like, like you're going to have Matthew Modine in your mood for like five minutes and blow him up. <laughs> like... But maybe, maybe, maybe this movie's crazy. Yeah, this, this, like Matthew Dean, you're in town. We'll blow you up. Like, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what production companies making these movies where they're just crank them out. Where it's just Liam well, they, Neeson as like done. That's the budget. Like, yeah, this here's is a the, bunch of money. Make this movie. Yeah, this is a, it's a Lionsgate joint. So, Jeez. and they have a uh, uh, Nimrod Antal who directed Predators and Armored and uh, a few other things uh, is directing this movie. And I mean, hopefully it's good. The last last few Liam Neeson movies have been pretty terrible. I think I put I think I put both both of, of last year's movies on my worst list of last year because they were both pretty bad. Blacklight and Memory, and they're yeah, like they don't listen, Zach. They still want to make more of these movies, even though when you're like these are bad, they're like what more? They make, Hell yeah! They're making Ice Road Two, where he's like not even an Ice Road anymore. He's in like the Himalayas, like doing like Far Cry Four or something. <laughs> like so. Yeah, who knows? I mean, like Liam Neeson says he's he's done, and he just keeps he just keeps pumping them out. So, 
and it, 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 it becomes clear and clear they can't do a lot of action and stuff anymore. Like he's how old is he? He's in like eighty something, ninety something. <laughs> like, he's like, like like sixty. No, I think he's I think he's older than that. I think he's like in his like seventies, really? eighties. Yeah. Wow. But like, I, especially if you if you watch like Blacklight or like Memory from last year, like when he when when they're trying to like have him do like action stuff, it is so painful. <laughs> like it's just like oh no. And they tried to they tried like their solution for like I think it was Blacklight. Had, the solution was we'll have we'll have like a younger like co-star that'll do all the action stuff and leave me some will kind of like wander around with a gun and then. <laughs> and also go star, but like we'll have like the actual like you know like actiony stuff. Have this like younger guy do it. But uh, yeah, the one thing about retribution is like he's in a car for most of the movie, so maybe they'll like help. Like they'll, he, he just like, like that's I, that's why Ice Road I think worked because like he was behind the wheel of a truck and he could just like growl at people from behind the wheel of a truck and that Ice Road worked pretty well. So hopefully this one if he's just like in the in like behind the wheel of a car for most of the movie, just, like, you know, growling on the phone of whoever this person is, then it'll work, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, August 25th, uh, in theaters, you can check that out, uh, the latest Liam Neeson movie. So, moving on to some other news, uh, we got some big DC uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, is it DC Universe or the new, the new DC Universe news. So there was a pretty. They've, they've been doing like a big like uh, you know casting call, like screen tests, all this other stuff to find um, the cast for Superman Legacy, which is going to kick off this new James Gunn, Peter Safran universe of, of DC movies. And we have our uh, Superman and Lois Lane for this for their, uh, Superman Legacy. So. Uh, David David Cornsweet is Clark Kent slash Superman, and uh, Rachel Brosnahan is uh, Lois Lane. I've never really heard of her. I know she was she's, in Miss Maisel. Yeah, but she, that's yeah she's remembers Miss Maisel. Yeah, she's not even Miss Maisel. She was like someone else. No, she no, she's she's she's, she's oh, she is Miss Maisel. She's she's Miss Maisel. Yeah. Okay. But she's like, also is she's that the only thing that, she's done. The only other thing I, I like, like really like like I know off the top of my head is like she's in uh, the the one Quibi show like Sam Raimi Quibi show like there's like oh. the horror one there's like wait like, she's the one where it's like the, the, the golden, golden arm, arm? My golden arm yeah. she was the golden arm lady yeah wow <laughs> the only thing that anyone ever talked about from Quibi because it's insane and they couldn't and then people were like people were taking it became a meme but it was like it, it became a meme because people had to like take they had to use another phone or a camera to take a like a a, pitch, a photo or a video of your phone because you couldn't share clips from quibi you had to like you had to take a picture you had to like, like some figure out a way to film your phone to like get a clip from the show on there oh she was also in house of cards too um like i forget what season that was like like two season two probably or what like one of the earlier seasons. But uh yeah she's gonna she's gonna be Lois Lane and then uh yeah David uh Corin Sweat uh has been he's been in a lot of like supporting stuff. This is gonna be his first big like starring role. Um I think the only thing I've seen him in was oh well, he was in We Own the City, which was like the uh John Bernthal uh like the wire the team from the wire did like that Baltimore Ta- like the corrupt Baltimore 
uh, police task force show. I think it was last year, the mini series. He was in that, and then he was also uh, in Pearl uh, last year with uh, Mia Goth. He was like the uh, like local like film projectionist in town that Pearl lived in. But he, uh, I mean, of course, he looks, I mean, he, he definitely looks the part. Like, he has a very, like, Superman-esque look. Like, people are saying, like, oh, he's just, he's like, he's like young, he's cast younger Henry Cavill. <laughs> like. Are they the same height? Probably. I don't know. I, I just feel like Henry Cavill, like, became the face of Superman for a while. And it's like, they're like, we need to just maintain this look. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. He's 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 been good in this thing I've seen in so far. So I I I think I'm curious to see how he does as a uh, in this like this definitely like the that biggest movie of his career of his career so far. So and uh, that's it's Superman Legacy is gonna be uh, July 11th, 2025. Uh, and there hasn't been any. They haven't changed that due to like you know writer strike delays or anything. So I mean, it seems like it's that's. I guess maybe that's far enough away that they they don't think they're gonna be affected by. Plays at all, but a lot of other movies have been. Wait, is the writer strike still going on, or that guy? Oh, oh yes, oh it's still going on. Then SAG might, uh, the actors might strike too. Wow. In like solidarity with the writers. <laughs> I guess I guess there was like a built like like the last I, I saw there was like a like a thousand a thousand member like uh like like a uh, petition in SAG to like strike. And this is beyond the AI now, right? Like, because I know they were worried about was, AI writing. That was just, yeah, that was just part. That was like one of the demands, and it was like, you know, it was, it was like, you know, obviously like better, like more better, like more living wages, and like other, like lots of other, and then like, um, they wanted like transparency about like the like viewership and like of like streaming shows because a lot of the streamer Netflix is like the only like streamer that like, actually like shares like here's here's how many views this thing had, and then like no one else does, and so it's like. The, like the writers and like people involved in these shows are like, you're gonna like if you if you're gonna cancel our show and like pull it off your service and like permanently and no one will ever go see it again. Like we want to know like why like like how many people are actually watching it. Oh, like they want to keep the metric. They they want to know the metrics. Yeah, the studios like eh no <laughs> like what except for Netflix. Netflix is the only studio that like if you go on their site they'll say like this was the most they, they actually I think they have a separate site. It's like here's like here's like the stats for the week of like Extraction Two was watched like. 80,000 80, hours or whatever this week or whatever, so. just Is that because Netflix is just, like, not desperate, but they're just way more open about it? I mean, you know, it's just yeah. like, we don't give a fuck. We're trying to shame everyone else by not sharing this public information. And then, like, Amazon, a Amazon, like, shares their top ten, but they won't share, like, the, the ratings for it, and then um, I know also, too, like, I think when, like, Whenever, whenever like Netflix, Netflix and Amazon, they put movies out in theaters. Like, like you know, when they have like, you know, like Knives Out or whatever last year. Like, the, like Netflix doesn't really, they don't reveal like what it made at the box office. So even though they're sharing like their like viewer numbers on on site, they, they don't want they don't want to share their, their like box office numbers. There's a lot of like there's a lot of weird stuff going on with like stats and like. Um, there is like the like Nielsen like the Nielsen ratings do they track some stuff they track like some devices and some services but it's still really? not I like a, they did cable I didn't think they did 
No, they, they, yeah, they've been doing. They've been doing like um, I don't. I don't. I think it's only. It's like U.S. devices, and I don't know if it's like smartphones or anything. I think it might just be like like set out devices and stuff. But like, and then it's not. Not all the streamers are, are like involved. It's like the big ones are, but like not all of them. So you don't have like a full like picture of like what every, people are actually watching. But it's like it's like kind of limited picture. Yeah, definitely. Google could tell you the analytics. Cause they're pro- or like Amazon, cause their servers are probably running a lot of this. And yeah. I mean, there's also, like a non-disclosure. There's also like, like Samba TV is a site that has been like, and they were they they were like the authority for a while, but they're just like a guesstimate of like they'll they'll like they were the closest to like an actual like here's like what actual number like like a big if a, like a big streaming show they'll be used like on Monday they'll be like. We we think like or our our metrics say that like you know, this many people watched like The Witcher Part One this weekend or whatever. So, but they but they 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 never they didn't get like as they didn't get like actual like numbers from like Netflix or anything. They just like were like using some sort of other like measurement system to like like polling the people like people uh on their site or something. <laughs> like, but it was like it was like, but that was like that was like the best authority of the, is like this like sort of like best guess <laughs> like what, what we were watching so so that's it that, that that's one of the demands of the writers are like yeah, tell 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 us how many people are watching it and like and then so we can be like oh okay then we understand why you canceled that war then like just like nope it's it we're do- it's done it's it no one will ever see this again like wow that is yes and with and 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 the ai and the wages and, and lots of other like actually like reasonable demands that the studios are refusing to like negotiate out right now so i'm wondering if somehow they're gonna try to bs something get like ai to watch these shows you know what i mean like they're just gonna build a whole fucking ai making shows and ai watching shows to manipulate the ratings i bet you there's bots you know i bet you there are streaming bots that are just adding to those values Mm -hmm. well i mean the, the, the like the raiders guild was like their their demand was like, we don't like we want guarantees that you're not going to use AI to replace writers and and like <laughs> and like or oh, I heard like, that they were just yeah. like we'll and then, talk about this later yeah, and, and, and the studio and the studio the studio like they're like counter to that was like we will talk once a year about AI. Yeah, that's not a no or anything kind of reassuring. That's just like that's like a parent saying like we will talk about this. <laughs> we'll like, talk about this later. Home. We'll talk about this at yeah. home. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah, that is bullshit. But yeah, that but yeah, that that's gonna be like that. This strike's gonna be a while, like like at least like rest of the summer, if not into the fall, probably. Because they're from what I've, from what I've read and stuff, like they're, no, they're not anywhere close to like negotiating the end into it. But uh. Anyway, other other news. Um, we got some news out of uh, CBS Studios. Uh, they are creating an animated series based on Among Us. Yeah, we were talking about Five Nights at Freddy's earlier. Another huge, you know, viral <laughs> gamesization Among Us is uh, becoming an animated series. And uh, Owen Dennis, who created uh, Infinity Train. <laughs> Speaking of stuff that got yanked off a of streaming service. Yeah. Uh, he, he is uh, going to be the creator, show executive producer of this Among Us show. 
And apparently, I mean, it's basically, apparently it's the same premise as the game, but I don't know how it's going to work in like a show that you're not controlling or interacting with people on. It's just going to be like a, like a bunch of characters and then like one Slowly of them is like a, getting kicked <laughs> off. Yeah, or like they're like. Or it's going to be like spy versus spy gonna, or something. <laughs> like it's, but like, I guess it's going to be. I mean, you could do it, but it'd be silly. You just need like the guys in the right color suits, right? Yeah. And they're all trying to survive on the spaceship, and you follow their like path, and then you probably won't know. But that's the thing. Like, do you reveal to the viewer who the killer is right Ooh, off that'd the be bat? A, that'd, that'd be a fun premise. Like, if you could like play along, be like, who do you? Which one do you think? Who do you think is the imposter? Like. Yeah, but see, if it's see, I hope it's like a Netflix show where basically you get to see everything, and then it's like you at the end pick who you think to kind of get to the right ending or not. So you can choose like, like. You know, like after every kind of end of the episode, almost, you know, like then you could pick who and it kind of alters things. Man, it, yeah, that'd be like ridiculously complicated. I don't know how you would do it. But like if you could like if this was like, yeah, if an interactive series and you could like vote someone off every time at the end of every episode, then it's like, oh, no, that wasn't the killer. So we're going to keep going. Uh, I mean, you can't do it. It's like Bangersnatch where like you just have to have alternating paths and you have enough like. But it becomes like a like a. Uh, full motion video like just mm-hmm. because you need so many like um permutations of what can happen of the combinations because if you have like five i think how, i forgot about the max i think the max is six characters and then one of the six is the monster and then it's like you can exactly you can kind of get down to um one of the you know what i mean like you get you guess right off the bat and the game's over like it's first episode and then you got the thing you're done everyone wins and then yeah. From there, if you guess wrong, like that's how much like um, options you have left in dwindles. But you know you got to keep going with permutations. So yeah, you can write out the how many episodes and how many basically to chop up. But you could do it. It's just that like I don't know if it'll be entertaining because then it's like oh is the episode only like two like I don't know how long this animated series can go for unless it's like super cartoony and it's all about the memes that came from Among Us. I could also, like, I could I could also see it being like each episode is like a full like it's like they're trying they're tr- like they're, it's like they're always trying to fix the ship and then it's like and then sometimes the imposter wins and sometimes they don't or like but like it's like it's every episode's like a, like a self-contained like little like oh I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah every episode is just like another round and then sort of the universe keeps resetting and you have to if you hope that the characters can figure it out in time and it always plays out the same, you know, it's like, all right, there's always a meeting and they keep like rounding down. I don't know. It really depends on how adult they want to get. Mm-hmm. If it's kiddish, then yeah, basically have it be a wacky cartoon of these people just ejecting each other from space. But if it's um, a little more rounded, is it going to be something where, it's sort of like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the Cloverfield Experiment, where it starts out normal and then everyone starts blaming each other. Oh, are you talking about like the like the Cloverfield, like the the paradox? What like the the one that the gets over after the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where it's like they're normal, they're there for like a purpose, and the ship starts breaking, and then it's like they start blaming each other. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Cause it's cool. There's some psychology. There's like almost like the thing, 
where they start blaming and then it's like can you trust who you're with and then the can the fear get to you when you accidentally kill someone who's not actually the liar so or not kill the imposter so like i i i could see it you know on premise it sounds cool because it's just inherently dramatic But, yeah, I mean, well, most of the people who love the games are kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is it, this is super early, so like we'll probably it's probably gonna be a, a while to see any sort of idea what this is. But CBS is developing it. It could be a Paramount Plus show. It could be shopped out someone else. Who knows? Uh, but we'll, we'll hopefully find out some more soon. And then last bit news for this week is that we got uh, a new casting for uh, Tron Three, which now. I think it's officially Tron Ares is the, is the name of the third Tron movie. So uh, Evan Peters from, you know, the X-Men movies and uh, WandaVision and the all, all the uh, Ryan Murphy shows, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer and Dahmer Monster and all these uh, and American Horror Story uh, is going to be joining the movie in a un, unspecified role. And he's joining, he's joining uh, Jared Leto, who's going to star in this movie as... Ares, who is a a new manifestation of the Tron program, so he's like the the new Tron. Wait, who's the new Tron? Is like their new Jared, Tron Tron? Yeah, Jared Jared Leto is playing Ares, and then apparently, according to like this Deadline article, like Ares is like a manifestation of the Tron program, so he's like a new version of Tron, apparently. What? Like some sort of a new updated version. Of the protector, and it's just Jared Leto. I wonder, like, I wonder if they would play any, do anything with like the fact that, like, you know, you know, Rinsler, who was Tron, like, fell into like that, like the ocean, like whatever the ocean sea is of, called, the sea of, sea of something. Yeah, and then like, then his like lights flash blue again, so he became good again. So he became Ares. Yeah, yeah, he's now he's Ares. Yeah, and ah. he, he sounds like Jared Leto. <laughs> like he's not Bruce Blackwater yeah. anymore. Just like it's weird because I still think Jared Leto is like a skinny dude, um, mm-hmm. and he doesn't seem like a guardian just because he has that face that is either like the villain, um, a monster, like a creep. You know what I mean? Like it just I don't see him as like an AI protector. He has yeah. the robotic look to his voice, you know, like when he wants to be that in Blade Runner. Hopefully this works better for him than uh, Morbius. <laughs> but I like how now it's just like he's just trying to find a franchise to call. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's he's been in like he's been in DC for like you know Suicide Squad. He was in yeah he was in uh, Marvel, a Marvel movie. Least, he was in yeah. Blade Runner. He was in yeah just he cannot be in a two movie deal. He barely got a second movie in wait wait Suicide Squad and. I mean, he wasn't in yeah. James Gunn's Suicide Squad, yeah, but like that was the only movie he was in, right? As the Joker, he he, he was. He, I think he I think he showed up again for like Zack Snyder's oh, yeah. Justice League. That was like yeah. yeah, barely was in it. Yeah, yeah. So like, the worst thing to do is like Jared Leto shows up to Tron and just kills the Tron fan like franchise again. Like I have to wait another like twelve years for any kind of update. Yeah, I mean it's it's been over a decade since Tron Legacy. Wildly underrated. Yes. And also, and also a really great uh, animated show too. Uh, Tron Uprising. Still haven't seen it. Still need to see it. Um. But 
Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, like this is gonna be one of those like on paper doesn't sound great, but I've got high hopes because I like Tron. Yeah. I, I still I still don't like are they gonna like follow up on anything from Tron Legacy? Like are they gonna like address the fact that there's a like actual like program in the real world? <laughs> like loose just loose, uh, yeah. loose program. An, an artificial life form in, in like our world now? Like or that you can just bring AI to the real world. Yeah. And they've got human things. I, I don't know. It's the sh- I see, we have no idea. I still, I still, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think they ever addressed because, like, you know, like Clue wanted to like invade our world, but like, did they have any special powers? Because they were like, were they stronger because they were programs or like? I don't know. I think their tech might come up. So there's the flying. He, yeah, he was gonna bring like te- he was gonna bring like ver- like re- like recognizers and stuff to our world, but like. Can we just blow them up with like jets or something? It doesn't, it doesn't seem like they're like it's like oh we're invulnerable to all your human weapons like. Yeah, I mean they would. You just, could throw, you could throw a frisbee at them and blow them up like. Yeah, no, the there's so many other like metaphysical questions when you just show up because it's like a gun wouldn't make them any more special. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. In their computer world, it made sense, but you had, like, sticks that are basically, like, knives, and then you had um, discs that, if it hit you in the right spot, can kill you. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a bike that, if you rammed into, exploded. You know what I mean? They had, like, real-world grounded physics. The only thing I think you didn't have was that, like, Reznor Rez- could, like, jump on the ceiling. Yeah. But I can't tell that's because of the suit or the his environment, you know? And then... Do these things need fuel? Because as soon as they run out of fuel, it's not like they're going back in the machine. <laughs> yeah, it's like they run. Out, they run out, it's like they run on like digital like data or something. It's like, oh, we got we got plugs, we got plug like a, an Ethernet cable into it to charge it or something. But they wouldn't have like an Ethernet to them, you know. Yeah. Like they, I, and then it's like, do they understand how like power works? You know, like it just the grid did make sense in that long term because there was like the poor grid and then there was AIs that went rogue and lived all through. Legacy introduced a lot of complications that they're like, let's just not address this at all in the cartoons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also uh, Tron Ares is going to be directed by uh, Joaquin Roning, who directed probably most notably Paris the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Which I think we talked about a couple weeks ago, but that was like the definitely the better of the two like la- like latter Pirates of the Caribbean movies. That was the Javier Bardem Ghost Pirates one. And then yeah, also, like that surprisingly got the story back on track. And then he also directed uh, Maleficent: Mistress of Evil, which I think was that the sequel to Maleficent because it was just Maleficent. And it was Maleficent: Mistress of Evil was the second one, right? So yeah. I I don't know. I don't remember. I haven't seen any of those Maleficent movies. So. I've seen the first part, and then I walked in on family watching the second part, and mm-hmm. like I just pieced it together enough. But uh, and then yeah, hopefully and then if there is no uh, SAG strike, which we were talking about earlier, if if, if if everything works out, then they're gonna try shoot, start shooting this in August, and then that'll probably mean like a a release next year um, sometime. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, I mean, yeah, hopefully this is good. We've been waiting like so long for anything Neutron wise. So, um, yeah, hopefully this is like a, a really sequel to Tron Legacy. I don't. Death Puck broke up, so I don't know how they're gonna like like 
if they can't have the, the, the Daft Punk score, I don't know what we're doing anymore either. So I know what it's been so like they could have before they broke it up made another Tron movie, but I feel like I feel like they had I feel like they had like they had like a like there's like a extended version of the album that has like like it's basically an entire another album attached to it of like here's like here's like a dozen more songs that we wrote for this so or just you just use just use the song just use the score again just like just go to Daft Punk and say like hey can we use you guys songs again like you have to, you have to write new songs just like let's let's use the score again and then because I mean you can't get you can't get any better than like the Tron Legacy Daft Punk score. But uh, yeah, so that's but that's gonna do it for uh, news this week. So I jump into show and tell. And uh, Chris, what have you been watching over the last week or so here? Uh, so I finally caught uh, the first few episodes of Fubar, Arnold Schwarzenegger's like first TV show that he's ever been in. Yeah, Netflix is uh, all in on Arnold. They got the they got Fubar. They got the Arnold documentary. Like he's their their chief of action or whatever that promo was. So. Um, and it's, um, it's sort of like, if you think of it as a spiritual sequel to True Lies, it is great. Mm-hmm. There, okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Luke Brunner, who by day and his cover is a sports equipment, like, owner or franchiser or something like that, just like some fitness guy. And then his cover is that he's just been an international, like, CIA operative uh, going on, like, assassination missions and, like, spy intel and all that for the last, like, 30 years behind his family's back, who there's unaware. And the premise of this is that it's not just some, like, uh, dual-life living, um, like, agent and, you know, family man. It's a guy who, just unannounced by the CIA, or at least by his access level, um, his daughter is also, like, a rising operative. And it's like, they really didn't, it's like once you get over the gimmick of how like these people who both somehow have international lives, a sports guy who's selling sports equipment to like everywhere and a, I think like a humanitarian, her daughter's covers that she's a humanitarian. That's why she's going around the world. And then the CIA even ex- sort of explains it where it's like she was like she had the same like aptitude and like aggression levels needed to be a good agent. And they recruited her like really early to train her for the last like decade. Well, as soon as she was 18, they started just like, OK, like it- it's really fucked up because his uh, like Luke's like man in the computer guy, the guy in the seat. Like, he recognized how good his daughter was, and it's, like, without telling him, like, recommended to the CIA that, like, she would be a good candidate. And, like, he was sort of hands-off at that point, but on, like, one special mission, he broke the rule where it's, like, okay, I gotta let him know now, like, to that his fan, like, his daughter's involved in this latest mission that not only is it, like, his, like, supposed to be his last mission ever, um all the truth of like why he was a shit father and husband is like revealed. And one of those things where um, his daughter, who's like 
following his footsteps in every degree. Like she real, she's slowly realizing like he's a shit, shit father, but he's great for like the country, you know. But she's still mad at him. Mm-hmm. It's like wait. So the first episode is her like realizing it, like oh shit, but then still being like kind of standoffish, and they're all mad at for certain reasons, but. It's like they know what's at stake. It's not like she's from a different agency or like somewhere like she doesn't understand where he comes from. It's like you're doing the exact same thing. How are you not recognizing this? Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, it's got like some from what you think it's going to be. It's got a lot of dark comedy like they play around with death and like um, blood and they play around with just like very like messed up situations in a very funny way because like everyone on this show has seems like they're having fun like there's nothing that feels like you know they're doing it because it's like arnold it it feels very funny like there's a good amount of like arnold taking the spotlight and then the supporting characters just doing their like own thing and just it just seems like there it's a fun like energy to them um and like, there is that, you know, Arnold getting old, so you can definitely tell when, like, a stuntman is there, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's just, like, Arnold throwing a punch, and then it cuts an angle, and then you see some dude who's just, like, maybe the same height, but definitely, like, a different build, like, doing the action. And, you know, they play around that Arnold's older, he he's experienced, he's been in action things, but, you know, he's not ready to, like, let go and be, like, this action star and then it's supposed to be this agent that the only reason he's still in active duty is that the this current case that he's on is by this uh like villain guy that he sort of helped raise from a distance as like a surrogate father because he killed the real father to this guy who mm-hmm. became a um dictator like a, a powerful like um small like rebellious cult that he runs and it's crazy it's just like wait how like he like arnold was hoping that he would change his ways but like he just didn't really look into it but for some reason this guy became unchecked and raised an army and then not only an army almost this like cult level of like belief and i don't know how the cia is like aware of this and they just didn't like nuke like this compound this dude is running but that's like the gimmick like it's like the first episode is very like okay we just need to establish the characters and what's at stake and then the rest of it we would it would just make more sense where it's like international group now and it's like they um the for them to team up for his daughter and him like it makes sense where she's really like the infield person and knows like the plan the current plan and arnold's there to um like guide her and also be like to figure out like from the previous stuff he helped raise this villain to kind of figure out like what his next move is so like there's a balance you know like because this is like super unethical on all fronts you know it's like wait the villain is someone you raised and then your daughter is someone like you raised or so you know what i mean so it's like and it's funny because all the things like the villain got through his childhood is things that like she didn't get like, he played this, so Arnold Schwarzenegger used to play this arms dealer that, like, you know, sort of just gave gifts and was there for this kid and then watched over him, like, taught him how to drive. And then the daughter didn't get any of that because he was off doing, like, something else. 
So it's like a fun back and forth, and it's just like, oh, it's kind of sad, like when you look at that. But like they they address it. It's not just like implied. They do a lot of great like if something happened, they explain what happened before they got there. You know, there's no like, oh, we'll have a flashback and fill you in. It's like some great like show don't like tell and show don't just like, oh, here we are now. So the only reason I say this is because I recently saw that episode of the first episode of Secret Invasion, and there's like this really jarring cut that I'm like, I don't know what's going on. We'll talk about that next, but I appreciate that in Fubar where it took its time, and it's not a long episode. It's only eight episodes, but Mm -hmm. they feel like very concise. Where if you took the main plot points, you could make like a fun movie, but because of the TV show, the show takes its time to explore like the comedy and build up some characters. And you follow, like, a, the main cast. So it's not just, like, Arnold's story. It's, like, you get you get his, like, part, his, his man in the wheel, in the in the computer. You get the, you get a little bit of the information from, like, the, like, B team of the characters. You get a little more information from the, their boss, who, um, like, has this facial scar on her face, which they just don't point out. It's something where it's, like, wait, you have, like a really gnarly ass scar it's like what's up with that and it's like we're not going to mention that yet so it's probably gonna be some big reveal later um but again it's like wait so you're cia not some like super like mib level organization but they have all this crazy um spy gadgets and and spy like reasoning uh like like they have like secret tunnels they have like covers they have like all this like super spy things but I mean, they could just, you could just, like, it, it, like, makes it, for me, it just, it makes it more, it's more of comedy, but it's, like, you're, you you can play by the standard, people know the CIA exists, you know, it's not like mm-hmm. we don't know the CIA doesn't exist, it's, like, just be a regular office, and then it's, like, all right, like, when time shit goes down, just don't do the gear up scene in the parking lot, I don't know, just keep your business in public, but, um, yeah, like it's a lot of fun, like almost like get smart level of like of like spy things that work for me. I'm not sure it works for everyone because this show is like mixed rating, but I know like it, it did well enough that there is a second season. So I look forward to it. I definitely recommend it. It's a great like comedy vehicle for uh Arnold. And if you loved his, like, dumb deadpan jokes from, like, Jingle All the Way, or even, um, I don't know, uh, ever seen Kill Gunther? I haven't seen that yet, no, I, I know that came out, like, was that a couple years like, ago? Heck, yeah, like a while yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, in that level of, like, goofy Arnold, just sort of, like, having fun and just being, like, yeah, like, he's doing, like, horrific shit, but he's, like, lovable. Uh, like I don't know how to describe it. Arnold Schwarzenegger is like a mean dude that like you don't want to mess with, and you're watching him kick ass. Or he's this like family friendly guy who, in this show, he hates cursing, mm-hmm. so he just tries to like use like substitute words. Meanwhile, there's just like a man being like shot in the face, you know, like in the or or like he is like telling people like I'm going to hurt you bad, and then it's just like okay, like but don't curse, you know. It's just it's so. It's it just plays with the themes really well. I would say it's almost like burn notice in the sense where it's like very high stakes spying and stuff, but you know, like they they could show more violence, they could show more um 
like more of a like drama, but then they just play up with like, aha, like no one gets their shit together. Everyone's like lying for good and bad. So I definitely want to talk more about it when you see at least the first few episodes, so you get mm. like the understanding. Because there's like favorite, there's like a favorite thing about like the show's um like playfulness that it's like, oh, Arnold's old, haha. Ha, let's see how how long we can run this joke. And I don't know. I'm gonna see too where it's like, can it last eight episodes? Or it's like, all right, like I'm kind of over this like gimmick now. Can can they tell another joke now? <laughs> But yeah, um, so the other show I watched, I think we talk about it together, is Secret Invasion. I watched the first episode of that recently. Yeah, I've seen I've seen the two that have aired so far. Okay, uh, I like it. I like the concepts. I like the fact that they really are trimming down the true Secret Invasion comic series because that was a big event. That was like characters that like were dead or back because that wasn't true of them, and characters yeah, I... that you thought were this or now this. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're going like full on like you know, <laughs> uh, you know, Chris Evans is gonna show back up. I'm a scroll now. I'm Captain America, but I'm a scroll. <laughs> like or like you know, like Spider Man's gonna be a scroll. Like they're not gonna go. F- like I don't, I don't think we're gonna have like like I any mean, like Avenger like or like superhero characters being scrolls. It's more like a like uh, you know, like this like guerrilla like espionage like extremist group. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny because it. Since Fubar and this have to deal with spying and stuff, there is a similar tone where it's like, now you don't know who to trust. Information mm-hmm. is like, even if you tell someone you can trust, you don't know if they've always been a scroll yet, or even at that moment, could they could be a scroll invaded your space, you won't know yet. Well, I did like that, like the um in the first episode, like well, I mean, spoilers for the first episode, but like when you're following uh like uh Martin Freeman. It's like, Ross, oh, he's, oh Ross. yeah, Agent Ross is back. And it's like, oh, no, he's a Skrull. <laughs> like, yeah, so I, I couldn't figure out, like, I don't know if, like, he was always a Skrull or that I was think, I think, I think I think I think that was someone, like, like one of the Skrulls, like, found out, like, they were, like, using him, his face to, like, you know, find that guy okay. that was, like, almost not the... Okay, because I couldn't figure out, like, he was always been a Skrull, and now he got caught, and now it's his, like... I feel like I feel like Wakanda would have had some way to detect scrolls because he, he's, he's you know he was hanging out there for two movies so that's true they did heal him from yeah the gunshot. but yeah, that's the thing I'm sure, that's sure he would have been like oh like, when did when did he get replaced I'm sure yeah I'm sure sure he would have been like there's something weird with your blood or like your entire body <laughs> like your blood is like green but yeah I think I think it was just like they like figured out like someone they figured out like that like that guy was talking to uh you know ross and then they used his face gotcha well another another question i got is that like as much as they are like invulnerable to most like nuclear things they're so vulnerable to bullets yeah not all of them can fly or have superpowers they're just they can mimic people like that's there's real people like the other people in this universe now that can like mess up these scrolls you know it's like I think in the comic they're superhuman at least, so regular bullets won't mess them up. But yeah, like real, like regular weapons mess them up here. Gravity messes them up. Well, and then obviously there's like in the comics there's like you know the super scroll who's like he can like absorb people's powers and stuff. Yeah, the super scroll though is like an experiment. That I guess yeah. they're introducing the super scroll in Secret Invasion to explain their like super weapon. Mm-hmm. 
But I feel like that that's not like a common thing. You can still wipe out, you can still attack the regular scrolls. I don't know. That, that, that to me is like the whole like, huh. As much as their plan is like, let's piss off, let's start a nuclear war and we'll be safe. It's like, I don't think you'll all be safe. You're still vulnerable to like fire and bombs and guns and regular human weaponry, mm-hmm. let alone all the superheroes you're probably going to bring out to the light because of this war. Well, it's like, it's the, it's like, you know, this extremist group of scrolls wants to like take, they want earth because, uh, they never got like, cause like there was the whole thing of like, they were like in the Captain Marvel or like whatever, like, you know, whatever, Nick Fury's been doing for like when we saw him like the ship on like you know was it Far From Home? Mm-hmm. Like they were they were supposed to try to find like a, a new like planet for them and then apparently they, they, got, they, they never did. So now like this like group of like this like angry group of scrolls wants like it's like well if we if you like you you betrayed us and didn't find us a planet so now we're gonna take your planet. See that didn't happen in Secret Invasion. They were coming from their their planet and invading ours just as to conquer it. But well, there was there was there was yeah. Well, in the comics, it was like the there was never like the scrolls were always kind of like villains, right? Like it was like, like yeah. there was there wasn't like the MCU introduced the idea of like most of the scrolls are good, but then there's like some that are are bad. Like you know like they live you know, among you, us. And then yeah. It's like, okay. Like most most of them are like Talos. Like they're like they're just like trying like okay, but survive and like world... fight at home. But this is the crazy thing. This is a world where there is magical people already. Like, magic's real. Aliens are real. You can just yeah. reveal you're an alien. Why? Yeah. What's what's going to happen any different for you living and stealing people's lives? Like, Yeah, just 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 go full Star Trek. Just have, yeah, like, the MCU just be like, oh, yeah, there's, there's the scrolls now. Like, there's Wander Ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's Eternals are real. A god yeah. came out of the ocean. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like you now introduce a crazy concept so you can change, you can bend the rules where why are we still treating this as if superheroes aren't real and they're hiding in like plain sight? Like that's why I'm like, huh, that's what I got a gripe about on concept. Um, mm-hmm. The editing, I've got one, I got maybe one major thing where I'm like, can you help explain? So do you remember the scene where they visit the art curator and then uh, Nick Fury shoots him, and Talos is on the floor, like, saying, like, I said no. Yeah. And then it quick cuts to Miranda Hill, like, in the tunnel, like, chasing another person in a tunnel. And yeah. then Talos is just there. Like, that's the same day, right? <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't understand, like, where he was from between the first scene and this scene. Mm-hmm. He just shows up. I'm like... Where's Nick Fury then? I feel like there's like like not quite as like that blatant, but I I feel like there's also some like like Talos also just like kind of like just shows up and like it's like this stuff too. It's like I somehow got here to help. Like all right, <laughs> like oh like the 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 first act where he's like chasing Martin Freeman around. Well, no, like, in, like the second like you haven't seen it yet, but like the second episode, there's also some like he just kind of like conveniently is able to like like be somewhere yeah. <laughs> okay so it keeps happening like that's all yeah. like what is this is he secretly like a quicksilver or is he secretly at least, like well, at least in like the second episode like they do like it, he uses like his like you know his face his like shape-changing abilities to like 
like, oh, like get to places and st- blend in but okay, like no but that makes the, sense. The, the, the one you're talking about is, yeah he just like kind of like appears just like hey i was here uh, underground in a tunnel without any assistance and i'm like you were in a warehouse like in a apartment like miles away or something you know like i maybe a few blocks away how how did you know where to go and then it's like well did they all Nick? didn't they, they all did they all go together to like that were like was like no, was, Hill, in, uh, Hill was like 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 I'm gonna go investigate this and you guys go investigate this or something. Yeah, they were like in, the, in like in like completely opposite sides of of Moscow. Like yeah, and he found her in a tunnel yeah. in the dark. That's why I was like, wait. I was like, oh, maybe this is a fake scroll. This is something else. And it's like, no, that was really him. I was like, I, I'm lost now. Like this is just bad editing. Fubar at least would explain. Oh, hey, I, I've got your tracker. Like. You know, or they explain like he's really fast on running. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, where's Nick? It's like I left him behind. Like I got here first. Like he didn't say anything like that. Like nothing. He just shows up as if it's like a different day. That's I was like, what? But yeah, I, I just some of the editing is wonky. Yeah. Story wise, I, I I'm excited because this is like a Nick Fury focus project yeah. which is I, cool i do i do really pre- like they're li- they're living up to like the trailers where it's like they promise like this like you know darker espionage show and they're like delivering that it's yep. not like it's like all a lot of like a lot of the recent like t- like mcu tv show stuff have been like really like kind of like goofy and like off the wall like uh yeah like kind of even like falcon winter soldier very high concept scary ass shit and then it's like goofy between the buddy comedy dynamic mm-hmm this doesn't have any of that. This is straight up just like, hey, like you, Talos, you okay? Like killing your like spe- their fellow like species, and then oh, he's not. He's uncomfortable as fuck with this whole mission. And there's, yeah, they're, they're not afraid to like kill off like major characters and like uh, you know, have, like blow like blow up like thousands of people and stuff and like. And yeah, just a great yeah, just great cat like. Ben Mendelsohn's back is great. Um, Olivia Coleman's really great. Is like the like the British like uh like I don't I don't know where her position is in like the MI6, but she's like an MI6 agent, and she's like she has that great like like she seems like very like you know friendly and sweet, but then it's like but she's like you'll see the second episode, but she's like she has like a super dark like she'll she'll do whatever whatever it takes like get whatever she whatever information she needs. But but still, still doing it in this like like chipper British like way. Really? Yeah, it's like she, like she's like she's like she's like torturing someone. It's just like just like constantly like still like the same like upbeat like like you know like chipper British like uh like attitude, <laughs> but like like ripping a guy's tooth out or something like. So it's, it's, it's like it's like a fun like contrast of like her attitude and then like what, what she's like doing. <laughs> and then yeah, Sam, and then Sam Jackson is, is like great as always, obviously. And, and I like I like that he's it's like a you know it's like this like he's still Nick Fury but he's like older Nick Fury and he's he, maybe he like is like not quite as like he doesn't have this like he's not ahead of, like as as ahead as he usually is like he's like right he's a little bit out of his depth a couple steps behind yeah it's it's different usually it's cool comic collective now and he's like I, I, yeah I, yeah i also like to tie it back to like 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 because he got snapped like that like 
really like fucked him up. Like, like he was one of the people that got blinked out of existence. And then, like since th- since then, he hasn't been like the same. Well, I feel like was he part of Avengers: Infinity War at the end? Was he? I don't think he was. He wasn't. He was part of the funeral, but he just didn't show up for the fight, right? Well, I think didn't they 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 established in like um, what oh, crap? What show was that? It was, I think it was one of the shows where like someone like a, like oh it was um uh it was Florence Pugh Hawkeye. Well, yeah, Hawkeye. Like yeah, like uh Florence Pugh like appeared in the same place that she disappeared from. So they were like right. in. So he just so, appeared so, in so, the so, city. So, so, like, Nick Fury and Marie Hill appeared back in, like, wherever city they were in, like, were they in, like, they weren't, I don't think they were in New York, were they? I think they were in New York. Okay. Or some well, they, sort of silly, some generic city. But, yeah, they were, they would, they would, they would appear there, they were, like, yo, know, like, that's, like, miles from the, <laughs> like, uh, endgame battle, so. Well, if they, they were in, uh, New York, the Avengers battle was upstate New York. Yeah. But it's, I mean, if you're in New York City and you're, like, it depends on, like, what, it depends on, like, up where upstate it is, but it could be, like, hours from New York City, so. That is true. And they, and they, they can't, they don't, they don't have, like, a Quinjet or anything, they have, they have, they have to drive there, so. Take an Uber all yeah. the way there. Mm-hmm. I get it, but, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, but meanwhile, they could have just been part, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. was not involved at the endgame battle. No, no. But yeah, Secret Invasion, yeah, seems seems very good so far. Second episode was was, was really good, so and it's it's gonna be six episodes total. So yeah, short a short uh Disney Plus show. Also, what but, do you uh, think about um Don Cheeto as like the president's advisor now? Well, I don't because I saw this, yeah, cause he shows up in the second episode and like I don't think he, I don't think he has like enough. He's not like a, he's not like secretary of state or anything. He's just like he's just like, hey, I'm showing up. I'm I'm uh, <laughs> I'm War Machine. I'm just showing up to like because I'm War Machine. <laughs> like, yeah, but is Dylan Mc, McDermott is the president in this timeline? Yes, I think which I, I think he's like the like third or fourth MCU president we've had because was it like uh was Anthony like a Hall president at one point? Was he? I feel like there's been at least like two or three presidents that, we, that have been in like the MCU. But yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think Dylan McDermott is like the the current president, President uh, Ritson, I think. You know, I don't know what political platform these presidents are running on, where it's like <laughs> vote for me or I'll stop like aliens. It's like oh, okay, it's like the next guy's like no, he won't. Like, what do you say as the president in this world? Yeah. Vote for me and we'll stop the Flag Smashers. Like, okay. Wait, I thought the Flag Smasher. No, there wasn't a president in Falcon Winter Soldier, right? Like, they didn't deal with the console. It's like the UN. Uh, according, according to according to fandom, uh, one of his big uh, things in office was that President Ritson signed a trade deal between the United States and New Asgard. That makes sense. So they get like Asgardian technology. And then well, they he... they already do because then like Asgardian technology was showing up in She-Hulk, where like the Wrecking Crew had Asgardian like gear. Mm-hmm. I guess that's illegal because it's unregulated. Because you could just use that uh, like equipment as like weapons. 
don't know. The thing about the logistics in that Marvel universe also makes my head spin. Are you reading something right now? I, I was, yeah. <laughs> I, was trying, I was trying to like, like, just see what other like what. I was trying, I was trying to see like what the other presents were. I can't really fight. I can't really fight like the like chronology of like MCU presidents. Yeah, all I know is like William Sattler. That's that's what I was. I, yeah, I was. That's what I was thinking of instead of Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, I don't think Anthony Michael Hall's been the president, but yeah, it was, it was William Sattler who was like he was in Iron Man three, mm-hmm. the as, president. So as a president that was gonna like kill on a fire in the Iron Patrick suit. Yeah. And also, how's that guy not like the like that guy had a cool that that guy has like the perfect slogan where it's like, you know, vote for me again because like I I almost fought like Kilgrave or whatever his name was. Yeah, the the the, the uh the Mandarin <laughs> the guy Pierce's Mandarin. But yeah, Secret Invasion seems seems pretty. Cool. Seems pretty cool so far. Definitely one of the seems like one of the the better uh, Disney Plus shows. So definitely excited to keep watching it. Uh, anything else, Chris? Uh, that's it. This weekend I've got like a whole list of movies to watch. So I'll definitely have more. Mm-hmm. What about you, Zach? So I'll stick in TV for my first thing. I, I've seen the first two episodes of the new series of the season of Black Mirror. Uh, I got I gotta catch up in the last three, probably the, like this weekend. Uh, this is like you know the long holiday weekend. But um, first two pretty strong. Um, I think it's definitely a, a step up from like season three <laughs> or season uh, five that had three episodes, and they're all kind of just like weird. <laughs> Especially like it was like because like last season was like it was like the Miley Cyrus episode. It was like the Striking Vipers episode, and then it was like the uh, Age of Scott, like Smithereens episode. And it was it was just sort of like like this is like this is a really weird scattered season of Black Mirror and a short season of Black Mirror. But yeah, these these first two episodes uh, are d- definitely kind of like more like back to like you know classic classic Black Mirror, um, and both both pretty strong. I can't. I can't believe the first episode, like Netflix, even allowed the first episode to even air because it's just like basically the first, the premise of, the, of uh, the first episode, Join is awful, is that Netflix is like the most evil corporation on the planet. <laughs> is it Netflix or is it some other company? It's, it's Streamberry, which is a, a new like kind of like overarching Black Mirror thing because it's in like multiple episodes of uh, this this new season. That's that's like that's like the Netflix equivalent in like the Black Mirror universe is Streamberry. And yeah, so it's basically. The, like Joe, the first episode of Joe's awful is like, uh, uh, Andy Murphy stars as Joe, and then it's like, because because it's 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 in like the fine print of like you're like when you sign up for Streamberry, it's like they are legally allowed to like you know base shows content off your life, and you can't do anything about it because you sign because it's like part of like the like yeah it's like the terms and conditions of like Streamberry, and yeah so they they make they make a show about her. Uh, th- where Selma Hayek plays her, <laughs> and then it's just, it's just like it's literally what like whatever happens in uh, during her day, like streamer like sh- this like Joe's awful show like pu- like puts out an episode, and then that's like the episode for like <laughs> is like what happened to her like everything that happened to her d- during her day, and then it's like so it's like her boyfriend's watching it, and then there's like a scene because a scene where like she goes to, like a therapist and like, it's like I don't know my boyfriend's kind of boring and like. <laughs> 
in like vanilla and then and then so she's like saying awful things about her boyfriend in therapy and then he like like leaves her and then like her job like th- things about her job like that she like she reveals secrets about her job even though it was like totally in the context of like her job but like it's now it's like public knowledge that they were that she was supposed to share so it's like well, we're firing you because you, you shared like information. It's like I didn't share information. I didn't share information. Sam Hyde shared information. Like, oh, I feel like this is like a uh, a skit from like Family Guy where like uh, Lois got replaced with like well, an actor who was trying to live that life. Yeah, and then well, it's I, like I won't I won't spoil like the uh like act, like actual like act, like ending of it, but because you haven't seen it, Chris. But like it gets it gets very Rick and Morty. I would say like it feels very Rick and Morty toward the end where you like. Like, of a, what actually, what, what, like, what's going on at Streamberry? Like, what, like, how this is like, all possible and stuff? It's like a very, like, it feels like a Rick and Morty concept. Wow. But yeah, that, but that was, but that, that was a pretty fun episode. Like, just like, like that's like a, a like a, a funny weird Black Mirror episode. And the second episode is uh, Lock Henry, which is like these two, this couple who's like trying to do a documentary. They go back to like uh, the one, like the the guy's hometown in like uh this like small british town um and they want they were gonna do a, like a nature documentary but then they find out like like uh this like this guy reveals to, like his girlfriend they're like oh yeah like my, our town's famous for like this like serial killer that was like tor- like capturing people and torturing them um and that's why like there's like no one here anymore like it used to be like a big tourist town but like it's like abandoned so then then she's like well, let's make a documentary about this killer that that's we were interested in like this like guy who's like <laughs> like protecting bird eggs that was like, the original idea and then so they start digging into like this like killer and then things get like really crazy and out of hand from there where it's like there's like other people involved and it gets like it just keeps like getting weirder and creepier so that that was a that was, that was a strong episode too and they're definitely more into uh horror this season like I, th- I haven't seen it yet, but I guess the, the last episode of this, se- of this current like season, Demon Seventy Nine, is like a Red Mirror episode. Like it's 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 like you know instead of like the normal like Black Mirror title sequence, it has a, like a, this new like Red Mirror sequence, and then it, it, I guess it's like designated as like completely like it's it's a full on like horror short story or short like episode. So I don't, I don't know if that's gonna be like a thing going forward. It's like there's gonna be like Red Mirrors now, but I guess I guess like this it's a, a, a like this last episode is like full-on not sci-fi just a, a horror uh episode and there's like there's like there's definitely, there's definitely like horror stuff sprinkled out this this whole season so it seems it seems like maybe they're like uh, like maybe like black mirrors gonna like start evolving into like sci- still sci-fi but also like like doing like uh being more of like a i don't know creep show or something or like like a like a, a horror anthology show too well almost all the all the things about Black Mirror is like horror because it's just like, uh, well, it's like, it's like, like techno horror of like techno horror, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it's just go straight into just like a oh, there's a monster in the closet or yeah, like like like, 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 like I, I haven't seen it yet, but the like last episode is basically there's like a demon that shows up and it's like it's like telling this like woman you're, you're like you have to like do this horrible acts or else the world's gonna end. What? At least if it's a computer program, that's something. But if it's like a straight up demon, like what? Yeah. Where's the like? I mean, is it gonna be like a twist where it's like the, it's all in a computer game and it's like a reboot situation? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll have to watch your report back, but yeah, <laughs> I, I just I, I've I've heard that like it, like it's like this is the first Red Mirror episode. 
But yeah, I would say I would say definitely check it out if you're a fan of Black Mirror. Like, this seems like it's going to be. I mean, maybe the last three are horrible, but I've heard the other three are pretty strong too. So like, this is like probably one of the strongest seasons of Black Mirror. And yeah, definitely def- definitely seems like a big step up from like uh, the last season. So definitely check that out over Netflix. And then uh, speaking of horror stuff, I finally got to check out uh, Evil Dead Rise because it's it's on Max now. Yep. And uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty awesome. Um, I think you 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 liked it when you saw it in the theaters, right, Chris? Yeah, I I enjoyed um, the gore and then the horror. Oh my god! Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It is there's, I mean, within like the first like couple of minutes, when like like a girl gets like, her scalp ripped off, I'm like, oh, like, like I was like, oh, okay, this is yeah, this gonna be crazy. Uh, what yeah. about the the like the cheese grater? Uh, well, the cheese grater is just like I thought it'd be more of a thing, and it's just like one scene, but it's uncomfortable as hell. Um, well, it's I think, I think the, I, the like the draw the droid that comes like the drone that like she, they cut her. Oh, face with. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, that ooh, a that lot was of, nuts, like, and then yeah, lots of just like you know vomiting and like blood gushing out of people, like vomiting blood, and then like. Like like there's like the homage like the shining at the like toward the end where like they're like in the elevator full oh, of blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I said like when they did the shining elevator, I was like, oh shit! I remember screaming at like at the video, like oh my god, they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it. Well, th- yeah, that was like that. That was like what if what if you were in the elevator in the shining <laughs> instead of just like seeing it gush blood? Like what if you were in the elevator f- filling yeah. with blood? Oh, okay. So aren't you blown away about the performance of like the little girl? Oh, well, I think everyone's great. Uh, but yeah, no, but she's... that little girl—that was her first ever like. Yeah, thing. she was she was amazing. Yeah, you're like holy shit. She is like, like in the beginning, if this was an uh, in their story, they're just like this fun family, right? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, they're very like catchy to each other. They you could feel the love between them. Like they're weird in their own ways, but the little girl ties it together. Like she's quirky as heck. Like she's the stick with the doll on it, and it's like her yep. weapon. Like, what yeah. is this? I was well, it's 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 shocking because like you you first see it, but then like it's like oh, this is just like a fun like she made like this like wizard staff or whatever. But then like when she uses it later, it's like oh, this thing was like super sharp. Like she like, yeah. did she like did she like whittled this it's, like into like a spear. Like yeah, she made legit made a weapon. Yeah, yeah, that that was crazy. When yeah, she like stabs like her. Deadite sister through the like the mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, but that's the thing. It's like there is a lot of like, oh my god, I can't believe I just did that to like a loved one, and they grieve it, and it's just like, yeah, yeah. it just keeps on getting worse. And um, you feel actually less sorry when like the neighbors get involved. <laughs> when the, when there's like the like the rampage, like that was an awesome like visual thing of like looking out through the people and you see like just like this like rampage, this like static rampage going on. It it breaks up the regular like body horror that happens with like the mom for a while. Yeah. And, and yeah, the static camera of just you don't follow the action, but it's all happening and you can't do anything. Like the helplessness of just watching this unfold. Well, she, and then it's, it's just no, it's the little girl watching that. Like she is just watch you. You watch her watch it. That's her mm. watching what's going on, and it's just like oh my god. Yeah, it's just like empty hallway, and then like a uh, like uh, a body just flies into like and gets thrown against the wall, and then like she like rips the, like rips that guy's eye out, but <laughs> he's like like bites that guy's eye out, and then like mm-hmm. and and then yeah, and then like Alyssa Sutherland is like the mom too. It's just like 
amazing. Just like the like the physical performance and like the like all her like vocal stuff and then like her like mm-hmm. switching all the, like the the switching between like like nice mom and like just evil demon and oh yeah the the whole that's why I was like this is grossly underrated it's like this movie is great and I don't mind it being it's like classic evil dead not like mm-hmm. I mean as much as I want like ash getting the spotlight but this is like just the concept of deadites and stuff but when you factor in how hard it is to fight these deadites in this one you're like holy shit but then like when Ash is involved, they're just they fall left and right. That like, wh- where's the caliber in this? You know what I mean? Like that's why I'm like, I get why they didn't want to introduce Ash to this level of gore because the whole movie would be him fighting these like four people. Yeah, and then they they really they really play up like the like um like you think you killed them and then they just like just come back like it's like oh i stabbed them through the head with like scissors and they just come back or like i yep. shot them in the chest and they're just cut, they get just like spring back up so what did you think about the did you see the gimmick of the i don't know sound studio in this like bedroom to have like a record thing mm-hmm. did you see that coming that it was gonna like be the what like how like the like book got like activated or yeah but when i saw that giant like impossible like sound is system this the family on a budget this is like yes a, like they're gonna, easily like thousands they're, dollars they're, they're living in a, they're living in an apartment that's gonna get condemned is like gonna get blo- like condemned and like they'll be like homeless basically <laughs> in like a week or whatever it is and this team just has a sound studio in like a, like a dj like a dj like raves like set up of like Oh, giant speakers, like the, speakers, like the, the wires, table, the computer. Yeah. yeah. If you list out everything that's there, like this would pay for rent. I, I don't know what is up with this mom who's just like, I love my kids. I'll buy them everything. Like, what? Why does your t- why does one of your child has like a studio set up in their bedroom? Yeah. And you can't afford like the next place. I don't know what's going on with this family. Mm hmm. Um, but what did you think? Okay, so before that, what did you think about the giant hole? That's like, ooh, cool, a hole. Let's get in it. Like, <laughs> the earthquake avails like the like the secret like like bank vault or whatever that was like the they built the apartment complex on. Yeah. So I get the gimmick, but that kid was so eager to get in that hole. <laughs> and no regard, no like. Okay, it's not like oh we'll wait like a day, maybe we'll get in there or anything. It's just like I'm in that hole right now. Well, I, well, I love, I love when he when they first get when he first gets like the necrom like the Necronomicon. And it's like he pricks his finger on the teeth, and then it's like that's how it opens. He's like, and he, that's not even like a red flag of like, oh, this book like this book absorbed my blood and opened. <laughs> like, this, yeah, like that's like, not the red flag. I know you're like, oh my god, you stupid kid. But then yeah. when they're looking at the pages intensely, and like him and his sister are like staring at the book, reading the pages, and it's like, yeah, how are you not freaked out by this? Like I'm watching this, and I'm like, ooh. Ooh, this is <laughs> that's, bad vibes that, here. That's why when like later he was, when Danny was like, "This is all my fault." I'm like, "Yeah, bro, it is your yeah. fault." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I said that in the, my review. I'm like, "No shit, like you, you realize this now, and then I don't know, like the guilt doesn't really get to him, but the whole time it's like, I get you're trying your best, but all you're doing is making things worse." Mm-hmm. And then, I, I don't know, Ant 
Aunt Ash shows up and <laughs> she's awesome. Like I, I yeah. like her evolve. Like she's sort of like I mean, she uses her tech skills at the end where it's like I let's build a recorder and an amp. I'm like, oh I got I got flashbacks to um Mama. Like because she, she's basically she's basically the same characters like Jessica Chastain and Mama. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Like that's why like she's so familiar as like this punk person who's like it's, a such, it's like it's, it's like it's such a weirdly specific like character and it's been like it's been at least two movies like the like like, like rock, rocker 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 chick who is like a reluctant parent who doesn't want to be a parent but then is like forced to because of this horrible thing event that happens but isn't it mama like she was the actual like was she an aunt yeah she was just the she aunt was their, right? she was their aunt but then she, but it's like but they did like she and like uh you know uh was Nicholas Coster Waldo from Game of Thrones were like didn't have kids and it's like here here's two kids like you have oh, to take care okay. of them now like yeah you're right there's another movie we found, where it's we, found another... Your, we found your feral nieces in like a cabin in the woods there, like... there's another movie that you're right there's another character arc that's like she's a rocker punk person and it's like oh she's the actual real mother I'm like what mm-hmm. Something like that, where it's like, oh, no, like, I'm not, like, she, they call me by my first name, but I'm actually, like, her real, the real mom. Like, whoa. Yeah, no, it's just, like, they don't know how to write, like, intros like that. Like, a good uh, template for a character. It's like, this is just the, the, the like, alternate guardian parent aunt mom. Mm-hmm. She's a cool rocker aunt. <laughs> Who is I couldn't t- figure but... out, but here's the thing, I couldn't figure out, like, who she pregnant by? The movie doesn't really like focus in on that. They're just like she's just preggers, and you're like, okay. Yeah. I thought the twist was that like was... the little girl was actually her daughter, and she gave her up the first time. I thought that that was gonna happen. Well, no, no, it's weird too, cause like it's the like Aunt Beth is like she's not like in the band. She's like the tech, <laughs> like she's yeah, like in the she's... tech crew. Yeah, yeah, she's head tech. So like, so like Jessica Chastain was like the lead guitarist of her band in Mama, and it's just like I'm I'm the I'm the audio tech. Well, it's different, it's still a profession. And then the mom was a tattoo artist. That was her job, I guess. Yep. Which that was a that was a crazy when like she uses like the tattoo gun on like the daughter, and then like it almost goes in her eye, but then like slashes across the the like cheek. The face, yeah. Yeah. Her face tattoo. I don't know. I just like I think I said in my review where I was like, am I just old now where that that kind of mom archetype's a thing now? Like the hot alternate tattoo artist, like mom. It was like, whoa. That's where we are as a generation now, like hot tattoo mom. Who has, who has now, three like, kids? Three kids and still looks awesome. You know what I mean? Like I was just like blown away because when I think moms in movies, I don't think that. Well, I mean, I mean, we're at a point like you know, like, yeah, like it's like, like, was it like Aubrey Plaza was a mom and like the Chucky reboot is stuff. So it's like I still don't accept that, you know. I'm yeah. just like no, but they make fun of that she was like a young mom. Yeah. Like they bring it up because Aubrey Plaza just looked very young at the time. Like I mean, she still does, but she looked very young in Chucky. We're like, no, you still look like a big sister character. You haven't transitioned to mom territory yet. Mm-hmm. But, no, I get it. I get it. That's I was, like, shocked. I was like, oh, shit. Like, 
I'm at that age of myself where I'm like attracted to like moms now. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> then I realized, no, I think they just they're like more modern looking than ever. Mm-hmm. Granted, I'm still a horn dog for like the mom from like Back to the Future, like all those iterations. <laughs> so I'm like, get it, Lorraine. <laughs> Yeah, Evil Dead Rise, I thought it was pretty awesome. So definitely check it out if you haven't seen it yet on Max. Um, and I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, like, I mean, it'd be great. To, I, don't, I think Bruce Campbell said he's never going to come back. But, like, I feel if, if they want to do, like, this, like, it, I would be on board if, if they want to do, like, this, like, anthology Evil Dead stuff now, where it's just, like, totally different locations and totally different, like, characters. And it's just, like, Deadite show up. Yeah, I'm down for it. You don't need to get too crazy with the lore. Just have us have characters struggle against an impossibly demonic force. And it's, like, they're not zombies. They're not, like, they don't have any reason. They just need to kill. And even if you somehow defeat them, like, it's still around. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how they defeated them the first time. Like, there is just, like, I don't know what the guy did the recording besides t- do the recording than just, like, hide it. You know, I, I don't even know how he, what happened. It's in, like, in like, like, like the priest, like the priest on, on the vinyl in this movie? Yep. Yeah, because, like, he says, like, the last disc is, like, uh, I tried to I tried to dismember them and I failed. So it's like and then banging out the door right now. <laughs> yeah. So how did, how did like the Necronomicon end up in like L.A. basement? Like no idea, man. And then it had like oh. and they had like all the like crosses and religious stuff on it. So like was that like holding it at bay or like because like that, 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 at work? Yeah, because no because no one I don't think anyone tries to use that in like. The other, like Ash doesn't use like a cross or anything like the other movies. Like back like a vampire. Like so. Did you um? Did you hear the Bruce Campbell voiceover cameo? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. They said that basically he could be he's supposed to be a time displaced Ash. Yeah. I don't mind that. That's a nice fun little nod. And mm-hmm. if you know that detail, you know the detail. If you don't, like it's not gonna. Make or break it for you. Although it doesn't, it doesn't really line up with like anything else from like, because you, because Ash went from like medieval times back to modern day, and then have, have you have you have you seen all of Ash's Evil Dead, Chris? Yes. Yeah. So like, suppose for that, but like he ended up in like the future, and like at the end of that end of that show. Yeah, so he's just in the future. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how you ended up back in like the 1920s or whatever when that tape got that vinyl got made, but it's, I guess anything I guess anything could happen to uh to Ash because he's he's been all over the place, other dimensions, like <laughs> fighting like he fought like Freddy and Jason at one point. So I mean, literally anything could happen to that character. But yeah, that's what I've been watching uh, this week. So we can uh, wrap things up. Uh, definitely over site. We've got all of our usual features. We've got uh, we're gonna have our too many games uh, recap up there soon. We've got our Young Indiana Jones commentary. If you want to listen to that from last week, um, there's also a game box from last week. You can check out what games we got to check out over the last month or so here. And then trailers, news, all other other stuff is up there. Head over and check all that stuff out. And uh, yeah, so for Chris, I am Zach, and we will see you next week. For more Everything Action, head to www.everythingaction.com. 
can also follow us on Twitter, at EVAction, on Facebook by searching for Everything Action, and follow us on Instagram at everything.action. You can also subscribe and get more episodes on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify.